stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. There's been a lot of talk about, well, the CRTC and the job we expect the CRTC to do going forward. There's been a whole little um, side debate about the idea of regulating news websites which was one of the 97 recommendations in this uh, sweeping report looking at Canada's telecom and broadcasting landscape. And then you had the heritage minister say, yeah, we like that idea, then said, no, we don't like that idea. And people have been reacting to that, and it's kind of snowballed, which is unfortunate in a way because it's distracted from some other important issues. That we have broadcast regulations that are from an era before the Internet, before this digital age, Uh, that applied when you had radio stations competing against radio stations, TV stations competing against TV stations. But those regulations don't make sense anymore. So how do we adjust to this new reality where the definition of broadcaster really has been blurred? And we're holding some to an old standard and others to no standard at all. This report seems to suggest more regulation, but maybe there's a different and a smarter way. That means less regulation. Joining us to talk about kind of the perspective here of broadcasters, which I guess I am part of a, a company that does this on a daily basis. I want to bring into the conversation here this afternoon, Troy Reeb. He is executive vice president of the broadcast networks at Chorus Entertainment, of course, the parent company of Global News and this radio station. Troy, thanks so much for making some time for us here. Welcome to the program. Well, thank you, Rob. It's great to be here. I mean, look, this is a, a big report. There are a lot of big issues here, as you've seen in recent days. There's some side controversies to all of this. But w- what are the fundamental issues here in, in your perspective? Well, here's the, the here's the genesis of this report. And then we can talk about the controversy that's erupted since it came out. But, you know, the genesis of this report is that, you know, we have a broadcasting sector in Canada that for decades operated as a closed system that included mm-hmm. radio and television. And um, and in exchange for getting licenses that the government handed out. The broadcasters, we've had to, uh, we've had a bunch of regulations and obligations put on us to play lots of Canadian music on the radio, to uh, produce Canadian content on television, to do local news. And some of that you can make money on, and a lot of it you lose money on. But that was the trade-off in order to get broadcast licenses. And that system worked pretty well for a long time, but as the internet came in, of course, now we have all kinds of new competitors who've come into the marketplace. And now, on any given night in Canada, Netflix is actually the biggest broadcaster coming through the internet and it has no obligations on it it has no regulations it has no employees in canada and pays no taxes in canada so it's created this tremendous discrepancy between canadian industry which has been disadvantaged and um and made less competitive by virtue of the fact that we are overregulated, really versus new competitors who have come in completely unfettered and who are taking billions of advertising dollars out of the market, multi-millions of subscription dollars out of the market, and aren't contributing any Canadian content back to it. So that's what yeah. that's what was the genesis of this report. And as you say, their solution was to say, look at all the regulations that's on broadcasting and say, let's start applying all those regulations to the Internet as well, which, of course, is very controversial. Well, I mean, it is. It might seem like almost like a paternalistic approach, but it is, it is true that we have... 
um, you know, what's considered a broadcaster under old definitions. Obviously, there's there's new entities that could reasonably be called broadcasters, and they're, they're different sets of regulation, or in some cases, none at all. Uh, so what's a sensible way to address that? I mean, I guess one would be more regulation, try to apply it to, to everyone, but should we be unshackling traditional broadcasters? Is that one way to go about it? Well, you know, there's there's lots of ways to reach the same conclusion of parity. And I think that if I can give this uh, panel credit for one thing, it's that they said there needs to be balance put back into the system. You can't have this asymmetry anymore, and it needs to be done quickly. Now, their recommendation was to do it all by a massive bunch of new regulation onto the Internet sector. And, of course, you could also achieve symmetry by reducing the regulation on the traditional broadcast sector right. to try to bring us closer to a balance. Um, and I guess it's up to Canadians to weigh in on which they prefer, but obviously a lot of Canadians are weighing in already saying they don't want more regulations on Internet. Our position would be, okay, that's fine, but make sure that if that's the case, you also reduce the regulation, uh, regulatory burden on traditional broadcasters because it's it's punitive at this point. Yeah, and, and you know, I think when it comes to these these internet giants like Netflix and Apple and Amazon, uh, the Canadians get it, right? These are massive, massive companies that, that are expanding into areas that we would call broadcasting. But you know, this this idea that the government would license all media content on the internet or license all news sites and and that's where we had me with the heritage minister who said one thing then reverse course the next day you got the opposition all fired up about it it's caused this firestorm does it seem like that's kind of now distracting from some of these bigger issues it absolutely is and it was to be honest for those of us who work in the sector it was surprising to see the report go there you know i think everyone expected they were going to come up with some formula to try to address the asymmetry between traditional broadcasters being hurt by too much regulation and internet broadcasters who face no regulation. That was necessary. What was a big surprise was that they then suggested extending the same licensing uh, or registra uh, registration regime to internet news sites. Um, very surprising. And I see the Heritage Minister uh, yesterday walked that back and said that, that as a government, they had no intention of carrying out the uh, this panel's recommendation to start legislating or regulating news sites. And I'll tell you, as a former journalist myself, um, I'm relieved to see that uh, and a big believer in free speech. So that's, that starts to become a slippery slope. Yeah. And again, I mean, people should keep in mind that, you know, the government's not beholden to, to this report. There's almost 100 recommendations. And, and so they're, they're going to go through this and uh, hopefully they'll come up with something that makes sense. They, they've said maybe June they're, they're, they're looking at for some legislation to be tabled. What, what's your sense of where this all goes from here? Well, um, they have said that they want to bring something, uh, they want to prepare legislation to introduce this year. And uh, the Heritage Minister says he wants to get it introduced by June. Uh, this is a minority government situation, so they're going to have to get a number of parties on side. But uh, on the left side of the spectrum, the Liberals have um, a number of parties that I think are friendly to this message of, uh, of additional regulation to try to, you know, bring the system to bear and certainly to support Canadian cultural protections. Um, you know, the, we see the influence of the Canadian cultural industries in Ottawa. I think our point would be, you know, look, every single party agreed on one thing in the last election campaign, and that is that this uh, imbalance 
between the regular bo- regulatory burden faced by Canadian broadcasters and the lack of regulation on on internet companies needed to be addressed if we're going to have continue to have a Canadian broadcasting system and a, and Canadian cultural production. Um, so I'm glad that they're all on board that it's a serious problem and that it needs to be addressed quickly. And I guess we'll let the debate play out between the liberals and the conservatives as to whether that's supposed to be done with more regulation or less regulation. But either way, yeah. we demand to see a balance in the end. Well, and that's the thing. I mean, in the past, there was always a reluctance to ease up on regulation out of fear that somehow that would mean less Canadian content. But look, clearly Canadians want Canadian stories, want Canadian voices. There are Canadian companies that, that are meeting that demand. So, you know, some some semblance of balance in you know smarter regulation that that's that's in no way bad for Canadian content and Canadian stories. No, and look, we we as a company are are very very proud to create Canadian content. It's what connects us best to our audiences and our communities is reflecting their own stories back on them. But the current licensing and regulatory regime, you have to understand is is very complex and yeah. complicated and the government not only right now tells us as a company how much we have to spend on Canadian content it tells us what genres of programming we have to spend it in it tells us how much we have to air and sometimes it tells us what producers what kinds of producers at least we have to produce it with we have to produce certain amounts of it with independent producers we can't produce it in-house it's like we own a grocery store but we have to shop for our vegetables down the street um, all of which doesn't make sense in an increasingly market-oriented world information and entertainment economy. And those are the kinds of regulations we think the government needs to back off on for there to be true fairness in the sector. All right. Well, let's hope uh, that that, uh, that message uh, is heard in Ottawa. We'll see what uh, we come up with, uh, I guess, in the next uh, few months here. Troy Reeb, thank you so much for making some time for us here this afternoon. Appreciate your input on all this. Uh, appreciate me having me on the Rob Breckenridge Show. There you go. That's uh, Troy Reeb, Executive Vice President of Broadcast Networks at Chorus Entertainment, parent company of Global News and this radio station. Our number here, 403-974-8255-974-TALK. Back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.